another episode of Pals and Whistles. I am your host, Rel Myers. And since the last time we spoke, my precious New Orleans Pelicans have extended on their win streak. They won their last two games against the Brooklyn Nets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that, that actually extends their win streak to four straight games. And another note about this win streak we got going on, that's five straight wins on the road as well. So now this is the sixth time in franchise history that they've got five-plus road wins consecutively. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I'm definitely not going to go back and say it again. However, (laughs) um, in franchise history, they've had different streaks of eight straight or seven straight or five straight on the road. But yeah, right now they're they're at five, so that's pretty cool. They're at four total games, one straight. We're back at home tonight. Um, But let's talk about that game versus Brooklyn. The Nets have got to be one of the most random assortments of players that I've seen, man. Like, it's it's so odd. Um, and they still seem like they're not really ready to, like, move on from, like, a lot of these wings they have. I, I don't know that they'll move on from, from Mikel Bridges um, at all. Like, I don't know if they want to maybe build around him. I'm not really sure how sustainable it is to have him as, like, your number one option. Um, I really like his game, and he really showed – uh, a lot of promise when he got there and started like, you know, creating for himself and everything. But I just, I, they've got Mikael Bridges, um, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, Cam Thomas. Um, it's just like just saying these names. I'm just, I'm just seeing a lot of twos and threes. And it's like, I'm not sure what they're supposed to be doing with these guys. Um, and they've got Nick Claxton, but I think he's getting ready to move to the bench instead of being a starter. Like he has been for a while. And I don't know if, he just, I think he just looks different in the light, right? I think he looks different without having a, a guard like Kyrie Irving playing with him, <laughs> you know? So that he, they got um, another guy that they're going to be having starting place to him, I think. Um, and I know a lot of Pelicans fans have been um, wondering what's up with Nick Claxton and can he come and play for us? But not really sure what's going to happen with that. And then they also got Ben Simmons, who unfortunately just never plays. Um, he has had so many, so many different injuries. And then there was the, you know, I think he took some time away for his mental health and all sorts of things. He's just never out there on the court. So Memphis is a game that I was looking at, like I wasn't really worried about it. And it ended up that I was right to not be so worried about it. So Pelicans won that game in a pretty dominant fashion. That was the first night of a back-to-back. And I believe all of our starters played somewhere around like 25-ish minutes or less. Um, We really took care of business. So that was good to see. And then we go into Minnesota. I believe we get there pretty late um, that evening. And now we got a back-to-back. You know, Zion wasn't playing a lot of back-to-backs earlier this season. This was only his second one. Um, and he looked great. Zion looked great. Brandon Ingram looked great. CJ McCollum looked great. This team dominated the number one seed, healthy Minnesota Timberwolves, from wire to wire, from tip to final buzzer. That might have been the most complete game that I've seen from the Pelicans so far this season. Game number 35. Most complete game. And we didn't have Trey Murphy. And Jordan Hawkins played literally like three minutes in in Trey's place. And that game, like, this, this is the stuff we're talking about, though. When you come out and play like that against a team that good, and then you go and lose to the likes of, like, Chicago and Utah, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're looking for. Why don't you play like that? Always. And if you can play like that against top talent on the second night of a back-to-back, we know you can do that against lesser teams. So just keep doing it. That's all we want to see. The consistency. 
We don't want to see bad consistency. We want to see good consistency. Can we build on that and, and, and keep it going? Let's stack these wins. And as of late, they have been, you know, stacking these wins. Last five games, they're four and one. So no Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson in the uh, first return of the fan voting for the All-Star game. Are we really that surprised? Every team in the West is going to think that their guys need to be in the All-Star game, right? And yes, as of late, Zion and B.I. have been playing well. And, I mean, they've been averaging 20-plus points the whole season, I believe. Um, We just weren't winning at the clip that we should have been. But it's a fan vote. It's a popularity contest. Fans outside of New Orleans, they're not checking for the Pelicans, man. Like, it just is what it is. We can't be super upset about this. We got Brandon Ingram stands blaming the rest of the fan base because Brandon Ingram not in the early return. Like, shut up. It doesn't matter. Shouldn't we be focused on winning? Shouldn't we be focused on not being in a play-in or or missing the play-in? Like, shouldn't we be focused on a top six seed, top five, top four? Like, these individual accomplishments are cool. I'm sure the players would like to be all-stars, but you got to win more. And when you get on national TV and get in front of these casuals who never get to see you, you got to play way better. So these people, we're not enough. We are not enough to get them into the All-Star game as starters. We're just not. We don't have the numbers, and everyone outside of this market does not care. So the players need to make them care. That's it. I'm not going to worry about it. I would like to see um, maybe Trey Murphy in a three-point shootout or maybe Jordan Hawkins in a three-point shootout or the Rising Stars game. But aside from that, Shouldn't really be no Pelicans in Indiana for the All-Star weekend. Like, it just is what it is. So if we could maybe stop blaming each other <laughs> for the outcome of uh, these these fan votes, it's just silly. It's uh, People are just searching for something to be upset about. Relax. Like, we're seven games above 500. Did you notice? Did you notice that when you were complaining about who is or isn't in this first return of the, uh, the votes? <sighs> Fans are silly. We're all silly as fans. We be tripping sometimes. So what's next for the Pelicans, right? Trey Murphy's been out the last three or so games straight. It was knee soreness. Now they're saying it's knee tendonitis specifically. Um, <clears throat> so people are a little bit nervous hearing that EJ Liddell just got recalled from the G League, and they think that it either means that Trey's going to miss some extended time or that maybe a trade is happening. As little as they've depended on EJ Liddell, I don't think that they're trading him. Um, And I don't think that they're recalling him to play in place of Trey. Trey missed like the first 19 or 20 straight games of the season, and we saw EJ Liddell probably three times for a total of like nine minutes. So I don't know why they recalled him, but I don't think <laughs> that it's because Trey will miss extended time with uh, with tendonitis. Maybe he will, but I don't think that that's why EJ was called back, right? So all I can do is cross my fingers and hope that we will see Trey sooner rather than later because I'm sad and I miss seeing him play. And um, the last time we saw him play, he didn't look super great, but he hit two really, really big shots to help us win the game. So. I want to see more of that. 
I want to see I want to see my faves play. You know what I mean? So next up for the Pelicans tonight, we are against the Clippers. The Clippers are like not super far ahead of us in the standings. Uh, we're in sixth, and I believe they are in uh, fourth or fourth or fifth. Um, there's a game that separates us. So if we win tonight. We'll be tied in games behind, I believe. Um, the next game is Sunday against the Kings. The Kings are also right there. They're right there in the mix between us and the Clippers. Um, so we got to go into their house and play them there again, which we did win there in the in-season tournament. Can we show up and do that again on their court? Hopefully. Um, and I just found out the Kings are actually last in the league in free throw percentage. They shoot like 73% or something like that, which is crazy when you consider how we watched the Pelicans for 35 nights be really bad. Um at making free throws. Like we've seen them miss a dozen free throws and lose a game by one or two points. Like it's insane to think that there's someone out there that's missing more free throws than this team is missing. So um, hopefully, you know, should we get into some sort of foul trouble there, they'll just miss all their free throws, right? Um, And then the next game, we're on the road still. We're going to play at the Chase Center against the Golden State Warriors. Not excited about that. They don't have Draymond back yet, but they announced that he's in talks with the team for him to start ramping up and coming back. Um, and that game, if I'm not mistaken, is on national TV, which is, uh, never my favorite thing to see, but maybe we can just surprise some people. Maybe we, maybe the Pelicans can show their fans, Hey, we can do this in front of a, in front of a national crowd. Maybe it's time for them to prove to themselves. Hey, we can do this in chase center where the warriors have insane third quarter bursts. And we historically don't have great third quarters. Like maybe the Pelicans are turning things around. Man, I hope I didn't just jinx that. Uh I'm going to feel really played if that turns out to not be the case. But they've been they've been playing well. They're sharing the ball. Their big threes getting five plus assists each and in each of those games they've won. Like just keep moving the ball. Set screens for each other. Get these guys open, create um advantages, you know, create mismatches. Keep playing well. Just keep doing what you're doing. We've seen them so many times go away from what works well, and then you end up losing. Just keep doing what you're doing. And tonight, especially against the Clippers, y'all know how I feel about Jonas playing against Zubox. Cook him. Zubox is not going to come out there and guard JV at the 3.9. And I'm not talking about no three-pointers in the corner either. I want Jonas to shoot that thing from the top of the key. He'll make seven of them. Like, <laughs> and get it started early. Because if Jonas shoots his first three and makes it, I'm telling you, it goes crazy after that. So I'm always excited when he matches up against them. The Clippers are surprisingly very healthy as of late. Um, Kawhi had missed a couple of games here and there, but I'm pretty sure he's not even on the, the report tonight. So we're getting everything they've got tonight. All their firepower, all their star power, all these former MVPs and all that. We're getting that all from them tonight. So this could be another statement win. You just won against Minnesota in a dominant fashion. Tonight against the Clippers could be another statement win. I'm begging for it. Like, I need it. I need it bad. So, again, the Pelicans are in six. Denver and OKC are creeping up on Minnesota. If the play-in tournament started today, the Mavericks would be hosting the Rockets. The Suns would be hosting the Lakers. In that lower bracket, between the Suns and the Lakers, you got to win twice to get in. So imagine, imagine we're in April and this is the, this is what's going on. Imagine the Lakers are on the road in this like must win game. And, and, and what if they beat the, the Suns, right? And then let's say Dallas beats the Rockets. 
Now the Lakers got to go into Dallas and they got to win, you know, and stop Luka from getting 50. Like, it's it's intriguing to think about. And it's one of those things where I, I would be glad that it's not me. So that's why the Pelicans really, really, really got to just, like, skip over the play-in altogether, man. Just get straight into the playoffs. Like, take care of business. There's not a lot of margin for error. You can't go on no losing streaks. Like, we don't want to be in this situation. This team, earlier this season, was playing like a play-in team. They were playing 500 basketball. Right now, they are not, and they need to keep doing what they're doing. I'm just going to be a broken record about this. Keep doing what you're doing. So, Golden State is a half game out of the plan, and right now there's 12 teams racing for 10 spots, basically. And if Memphis can gain some ground, that'll make 13 teams in the race for these 10 spots. So, it should be an exciting but stressful, hopefully not stressful for us, but stressful finish in the regular season for a couple of Western Conference teams. So, um, that's pretty much all I got for today. But to get to the 10-game breakdown, we're 35 games in. We're 20, 21 and 14. First 10 games, four and six. The next 10, we were seven and three. The next 10, we were six and four. And then in these last five games, we are four and one. So you win one more game, you guarantee that in this set of 10, you'll do 500 or better in this set of 10. So I am, again, excited for tonight. Hopefully we pull out a win. If we don't, it won't be the end of the world, but we need to go into Sacramento and win. Like in these next three games, it would be extremely ideal to go two and one. It would be amazing to be three and zero. Oh, but we got to go two and one or better in these three specifically. These are tough Western Conference opponents, and you don't want to be dropping games to these guys, especially in terms of like tiebreakers and things like that. Sacramento, we've already clinched a tiebreaker against them. We beat them twice at home. We beat them once in the playing tournament. All three of those games count for our season series, so they can't catch up to us as far as like tiebreakers go. But let's win anyway. Like. Crush your hopes and dreams, man. Like, let's, let's just win anyway. So if you made it this far, I appreciate you sticking around. If you see me at the game tonight, definitely say what's up. Um, I will be back on Monday, I suppose. Hopefully I'll be talking about a win. Hopefully I'll be talking about two wins. But thanks for listening to another episode of Pels and Whistles. I've been your host, Rel Myers. I'll see you guys real soon. Mm-hmm.